Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead of the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. And we welcome you to a Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome, 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 Gary, Chuck, and Gordon, all in studio. Men, how are we today? Doing fantastic after this weekend of Rebel Baseball has kind of revived themselves. It did. Got a little broom action going. and uh, Juggernaut, weren't they? Swept Mizzou over the weekend. Good stuff. And and I was listening earlier to Richard and, and, and Coach B was on with them, and you know, listening to and, and talking about and thinking back, Dylan DeLucia threw 51 pitches in the first inning, and it was 2 nothing, right, mm-hmm. on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And there was no way, I, I wouldn't have bet any amount of money after that that Ole Miss was going to win all three games. None. <laughs> None, <laughs> right? Agree. Yeah. None. And then Dylan, you know, does what a, a guy needs to do, and he found a way to get you into the fifth inning. Ole Miss scored some runs and got the lead and went seven to five, and then went eight to one and ten to two. So that was great for them over the weekend to do that. Well, it was do or die. That's it. It really was. I mean, they couldn't go into LSU on the road and Texas A and M at at home without having won at least two of those games against Missouri to have a chance to go to Hoover, right? Just to get to Hoover. Yeah, just, just to, to get, get to, to Hoover. Hoover. Uh, and so for that, Brad Henderson's going to be on in the next segment. We'll talk to the Ole Miss radio analyst about that weekend, and then the Ole Miss hitting coach, Mike Clement, will be on uh, at around 633. We'll take your text messages at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093, and we'll have your injury report. We'll do a little recruiting. We'll do the, the typical on Monday. But let's do a little Ole Miss news. Rebels did sweep the series after uh, getting the seven to five, eight to one, and ten to two wins over Mizzou, twenty-seven and nineteen, ten and fourteen in the SEC, three-way tie for ninth place in the league with two weekends remaining at LSU, A and M at home. Also, freshman pitcher Hunter Elliott was named SEC Co-Freshman of the Week. That was announced today by the league office. Uh, he's had back-to-back really good games. He's been pretty good the entire time, but does, as a freshman. It's kind of a learn-on-the-job kind of thing. Obviously, he's given them chances to win, but he gets the award after striking out nine, matching a career high, going a career high seven innings, and getting a Saturday win. And believe it or not, that was the first SEC weekend that Ole Miss won the second game. Right? They've won Fridays. They've, they've, they've won some of those, but it was the first time they had won the middle of the three games, and good to have the freshman from Tupelo step up and that's a crazy stat yeah i mean a whole season the entire season they had not you know you think if if it was the thursday friday saturday they never won the friday game Mm -hmm. if it was the friday saturday sunday they had not won 
the Saturday game all year long, but found a way to do it. I'll tell you something else that's kind of uh, amazing to me that um, Diamond Sunday starter is the only weekend starter that started the season as a weekend mm-hmm. starter. <laughs> that's still a weekend starter, right. and he struggled. Yeah, you know that that's been one of the biggest keys to me is you know just the the pitching has been so so during these slumping times and it's put so much pressure on the offense they know they got to score seven eight runs to win uh but the pitching's done better here lately it has with the arkansas weekend it was good and you got washburn and gaddis back Mm -hmm. to come out of the bullpen with some veteran guys and hopefully they can stay healthy for the run and a borgen won a complete game against georgia in softball and they won the weekend series at number 16 georgia 38 and 16 for softball 12 and 12 in the sec 38 wins is tied for the most in the regular season in school history. They'll head to Gainesville, Florida, SEC tournament as the number eight overall seed. They get Georgia again. They just beat them two out of three in Athens, and so that goes on at 6.30. And I, we've got a softball question, in fact, to get during the text messages about their stadium and whatnot, but a good finish. They were struggling early and found a way to at least do that. Good luck to them going on in the SEC tournament. Well, the deal, the deal about SEC softball, I'm not sure if people realize it, but it's like SEC almost in every sport. Yep. Everybody's pretty good. You know. Ole Miss softball is now number 25 in the country, eighth in the league. Yeah. Eighth exactly. in the league. Exactly. Exactly. Eighth, eighth in the league. The women's golf team's trying to uh, go back to back. Well, you know, they're the defending national champions. Yeah. Uh, they're in Tallahassee, uh, a score of 301 today. They're in eighth place in the second round. The top four get a chance to advance to Scottsdale and do that. And the biggest thing I want to do really for the for the little news segment here is give a shout-out to the 98 current and former Ole Miss Rebel students and student-athletes that walked the stage and got their degrees over the weekend. Good for them. 98 of them that have been there and some that came back. I saw pictures of you know different people that made their way back and were able to get that cap and gown, too. Congratulations well, that's, that's to them. That's one thing Ole Miss Athletic Department is great at. If you're a former athlete and you want to come back and get your degree, they'll pay for it. They don't. No questions asked. They'll give you the money. They'll give you the resources to get your degree. And it's not like that at every school, people. Yep. Six six two four two six one zero nine three. We need more text messages too for that portion of the show. But next, we'll open up a little baseball talk with Brad Henderson on the other side. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land 
since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time to talk with our friend Brad Henderson on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in with you. Baseball discussion on a Monday night. We'll have hitting uh, coach assistant on the Ole Miss team as well, Mike Clement, coming up at the back end. But we want all the real answers first from Brad Henderson. Hindu, how you doing? I'm good, GD. How about yourself? No pressure on you, right? We're good. We want it all from you, and then we'll just let Clem say whatever he wants at the back end of the show. <laughs> I'll give you what I know. I'll shoot you straight. <laughs> well, the, the, what we do know is there's three wins over the weekend, Brad. And, and I was talking prior to you know getting you on here is that Saturday game or that middle game of the weekend. And Ole Miss had not won one of those until this weekend. And so a lot of things happen as as we've watched here. And really, since we talked to you, and they went to Arkansas, this team seems to be playing a tick better, don't you think? I mean, overall, pitching, defense, and hitting? Yeah, 100%. And and clearly they showed that in, in the three-game sweep this weekend. And, you know, obviously I was in Fayetteville and, and – we had some opportunities there, especially in that middle game. And we, you know, they they basically tried to give it to us with the free passes and 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 whatnot, and we just couldn't get that big hit. But uh, you know, I thought we pitched it really well up there against a good uh, Arkansas team. I thought we played tremendous defensively. We just couldn't get the big hit. Well, we put it all together this weekend, and and you go back to Saturday of of, of this weekend, and you know, Hunter Elliott was tremendous. Uh, seven innings. You know, and and but offensively, we we just took off. Uh, Friday was a was a kind of a grind game, and it was certainly a grind game for Dylan Delucia, who who was at fifty two pitches after the first inning. But you know, he held it together, and and we pieced it together, and obviously won a close game there. But I thought offensively, Saturday and Sunday, we were uh, we were tremendous. Brad, um, I, I've said all along during this period when we went seven and 14 that baseball is about timing and getting the timely hit getting the timely pitch getting the uh you know the out pitch that you really need to get out of an inning getting the big defensive play and i've i've said that this team has not done that until recently but it seemed like they they've started doing that a little bit more yeah we have collectively uh it really in all three phases um and and you know 
Chuck, I mean, the thing about it is uh, baseball season, it's a, it's, it's a marathon. You know, it's not a sprint. And we certainly didn't want to look up last weekend and uh, be 7-14. and 14. And, and, and I think Mike will tell you, you know, they, I don't think we want to be 10-14. and 14. But, uh, you know, you look up after a weekend, you were uh, tied for last going into the weekend, and now you're in a what looks like to be, maybe be a three-way tie for ninth. Uh, with two weekends left. So, you know, and they're going to be tough. We go to Baton Rouge this weekend. Uh, obviously have a, a midweek, huge midweek game as far as RPI is concerned with uh, Southern Miss down in uh, Petal. Uh, I mean, in Hattiesburg. And then, uh, you know, and then we'll get a really good A&M team back here. But, uh, you know, a lot of people look at it as, oh, man, we got to go to Baton Rouge and we got to play ranked A&M. But I see it as an opportunity. Uh, an opportunity to build a resume and continue to play well. And then, obviously, if you can go to Hoover and, and get hot, anything can happen. So, you know, if, if there's a, if there's, if there really is a thing is peaking at the right time, we're certainly playing well enough to fall into that category. Well, that's what I was going to say too, Brad. Um, you know, sports is so much about confidence and, and having some swagger. Do you see the team having gained a little swagger? Um, you know, over the last couple of weeks? Oh, there's, yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, just when you have conversations with them during batting practice, uh, before games, after games, you know, it's tough. It's tough when, you, when you've when you lost a lot. And, and you know, especially we'll go, we'll go back to Arkansas where you felt like you had a chance to get two more there and, and didn't get either one of them. Uh, but, no, the guys seem to have a lot more life uh the confidence uh and and hitting's contagious pitching is contagious uh defense is contagious and i, I think the guys are really feeding off each other and I, I think that's a credit to to mike and his staff you know they they didn't let the outside noise get in that locker room the morale really has never changed uh guys pull for each other and they were doing the same thing uh you know when when, when things weren't going so well. So, you know, credit credit that staff uh, for showing up at the yard every day, uh, you know, demanding uh, that the guys continue to play hard and, and trusting that good things will happen if they do that. And, you know, we, we certainly saw that this weekend kind of come to, to fruition. Brad, Gordon Ford, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just sitting here thinking about it. this was the number one team in the country for a while. And so it's, it's evident they got players. All of a sudden, you know, you win these three games and maybe, as you said, the lights turned on and and just blow it out forward. You know, I mean, and I could see that happening right here. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of unfolding, you know, in front of us. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with the pitching. You know, going into the year, we knew there was going to be some question marks. Everyone did. And you just hope we'd have figured it out sooner, but it, it just took some mixing and matching. I mean, I, I don't think when the season started, anybody thought D- Dylan Delucia was going to be our Friday night guy, and look what that you know look what he's turned out to be. Uh, they knew Hunter Elliott was going to be good, and I think they knew it was a matter of time before he probably found his uh, his, his place on, on the weekend. And and then Derek, you know what you're going to get from Derek? You're going to get four, five, six solid innings. Uh, and he's going to keep it close, and you just hope your offense uh, takes advantage of it. And, you know, we didn't do that in Fayetteville. Uh, we didn't do that uh, in Columbia, South Carolina, but uh, we put it all together this weekend, and, 
you know, I, I told DK uh, during one of the breaks, I said, man, it's, it's kind of nice showing up at the yard, knowing who your Friday, Saturday, Sunday guy is, knowing what your lineup's going to be, uh, whether it be against a righty or a lefty. And uh, and now you can kind of see that confidence from uh, from the guys when they show up. So it's, it's definitely a good feeling. Uh, knowing what you're going to get when you go to the yard and, and just rolling the ball out there and seeing how it, seeing how it plays out. Brad, you've been around baseball your whole life and being one of the best hitters that ever played at Ole Miss. What is the deal with Derek Diamond getting through the lineup the second time? I mean, <laughs> from a hitter's standpoint, are you more prepared or your time, you get your timing? Why is he having such issues getting through the sec the lineup the second time well obviously that's a lot of it you know you, you've seen his tendencies you, you've seen all his pitches by then uh, and I think to Derek's credit he almost throws too many strikes at, at a fault and, and I know that's crazy to say but he's always around the zone and and I don't know if I I'd be hard to say it's fatigue because he's probably the best all-around athlete on the team. Uh, but you know, it just seems like that fourth or fifth inning, he, he misses a pitch and they make him pay for it. And it happened this Saturday, but obviously we, we had jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead there in the fifth inning when he gave up the, gave up the two run homer, Chuck. But you know, I go back to, uh, again, last weekend at, at Fayetteville, he gave up four runs. If you tell me my starter is only going to give up four runs in, in five innings, uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas on a Sunday, which is typically a high offensive day. I'm going to take that every day of the week. Uh, but, yeah, we could probably go back earlier in the season and, and see where he kind of got beat around that second time through the lineup. But he, he's been a constant. Uh, I, I don't think the record is fair probably to him. Uh, but, yeah, he, he has typically that second time or early third time through the lineup. I think it's the long balls that, that really stand out. They don't just beat it all over the yard, but you, you'll see a – Maybe kind of like Sunday, you know, you'll see kind of cheap base hit, and then somebody hits the long ball, and and you think, oh, you know, they're getting to Derek again. But I thought after he gave up the the two run homer Saturday, he settled right back in, and we got three outs and got off the field. So, you know, in in Derek's defense, uh, I really don't. I think he's been a really really good game three starter for us. Talk a little bit. We got we're up against a break, Brad. But quickly, what's what's Hunter Elliott's stuff? What does it look like? Well, it's, it's eerie. Uh, you know, the velocity's not great, but I, I talked with Carl Lafferty before the season ever started, and he said that fastball, even though it's going to play around 90, it plays up. Guys just don't get comfortable in the box against him, and now we've seen that slow curveball and the slider as well, plus the changeup to righties, which was just deadly Saturday. When he can throw all four pitches for a strike, he's really, really good. I'm, I don't want to compare him to Doug Nikhazy because he's not Doug Nikhazy. But this kid is going to be special by the time he leaves uh, Oxford. I'm glad you said that. His, mo- I mean, he has mimicked the motion. He's got the hair coming out of the hat like Nikhazy <laughs> from that left-hand side. It's like he, you know, he, he's watched. He's he's learning, and I think you're right, Brad. I know you got to go get ready, pack up for the beautiful trip to Hattiesburg and then Baton Rouge. Uh, so enjoy tomorrow, and then have fun on the road. Okay. Hey, appreciate you guys having me. Thanks, Brad. Brad Henderson Thanks, with Brad. us. Text messages come up next and more. Stay with us.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Howdy toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurt in North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533 9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven. Diabraville and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. By the way, our talk with Brad Henderson was brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving the distance for you since 1929. There are 54 locations across six different states, Gateway Tire. My friends, time for the text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw tonight. Visit their website, why don't you, at ccmoxford.com for homes, lots, land, condos, whatever you want, ccmoxford.com. And so let's go here, first of all, uh, with the establishment of a set weekend rotation. How big is the return of Gaddis and Washburn going forward? Call me crazy, but if the Rebs can get pitching, they could become pretty formidable. And I think they can if the offense, like it looks like, and we're going to talk with Coach Clem in a minute, you've, you've now started to see you know, Kevin Graham start to maybe find it after being mm-hmm. out for injury, that the hitters are starting to feel it a little bit. We were talking through the break how important that I think it is with Gaddis and Washburn, two guys that you were counting on to be your weekend starters. You mentioned that fact that really Diamond's the only one that you thought would be, you know, a weekend starter. With these guys coming back from injury, I think we saw the importance of having Washburn and having Gaddis on the weekend. And I get it to the text messenger as well, who's you know not overly thrilled that you know it's a lot of baseball discussion after beating Missouri three times over the weekend. But the fact was, they hadn't beat anybody three times over the weekend since early in the season. And look, look, Missouri obviously has a bad record like we did, but they won two out of three against Mississippi State heading into here, and they were feeling pretty good about themselves. 
They won two out of three versus South Carolina. They and won Kentucky. two out of three against Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, they weren't totally inept. So, you know, let's let's don't say, oh, well, they were awful. You know, <laughs> if they're awful, we're awful, you know, <laughs> basically, because we had the same record. Right. I agree. But in the league, though, Chuck, in that league, in all sports, like you mentioned earlier, everything, you know, every team in those leagues are all good, yeah. all formal, football, just, basketball, or anything. It's just what degree of good, yeah. you know. But you still have players and people who are highly recruited and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. So, it's the SEC. It's the SEC. That's what to, I'm saying. There's going to the be league. really good baseball teams in this league left out of the field of 64 that belong in the field of 64 because they're the 10th, 11th, and 12th team in this league. Sure. But they're good enough to play on the weekend. I realize what Missouri was too coming in. Exactly the same as Ole Miss at 7-14 and 14 right. going right. into the weekend. That's right. And almost found a way to sweep. To the point, though, Gaddis and and Washburn being back, important. I think huge for them yeah, the rest of too. the way. Very important. Very important to stay healthy. The other question that I want to get to, actually there's two, but one is the new softball complex. Uh, when is it supposed to be completed and where is it going to be? Exact same location. We're just flipping home plate in the outfield, right? Just right. kind of turning it. And modernizing more, more bathrooms, more concession, uh, more media area, better seating for the fans. Uh, it, it's it's going to be quite a transformation. Exactly the same spot though. We're just moving the outfield the opposite way, okay, That's right. and spinning things around. And then where they will play, and and this is happening asap. This is going to happen uh, as soon as possible. And where they play their games next year is still up in the air. And the final text message before we go is. I just need something about football, Chuck. <laughs> Plain and simple. So what What can you tell our listener? Just anything about football. It doesn't matter. Well, all the coaches are on the road recruiting, you know, trying to establish some relationships and trying to figure out uh, their ratio every year of what they're going to do, high school versus transfer portal. Um, all that's a work in progress. And uh, I think you're going to see some answers come in here pretty soon as far as okay, we're going to take 10 or 12 high school kids a year, or we're going to take 15, we're going to take eight. You know, I, I know Lane Kiven l- likes living in that transfer portal because <laughs> you get experienced veteran guys. So uh, I think that's that's the next thing we're going to see as far as football is whether or not, uh, I mean, what's the ratio going to be of high school to transfer portal kids? Any quick thoughts on what the NCAA did today about NILs? Yeah, they're just trying to get the individual booster out of it uh, and make it what it was intended to be, was merchants hiring kids to do commercials and appearances and endorsements and uh, letting them get money that way instead of just flat-out Gary Darby giving them right. 100 bucks, you know. <laughs> That that would be even stretching it. If I, <laughs> that would really be stretching. You know, Gary and Jim I'm a little bus. tight, Chuck. I don't, I don't like coming off that money unless it's for food, you know, unless it's a good place to eat. Then I might do that along the way. All right, so there you go. CCMOxford.com for the text messages. You can do that every Monday night, uh, except for next Monday night. We will not be with you next Monday night with the Rebel Yell Hotline. I thought we'd throw that in. We'll do it again one more time before the show is done. Now to the Rebel Injury Report. What do we have from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine? We have any injuries to discuss? Well, yeah, a couple. I mean, you know, obviously you saw uh, Jack Washburn, the right-handed pitcher, return to the mound 
Saturday after missing a couple weeks, and he went through two scoreless innings to close out the game. And then freshman right-handed pitcher Riley Maddox may have a season-ending injury. That's we tough. don't know yet. Uh, he may have to have surgery, tightness in his forearm during the Friday game against Mississippi State. Um, the hope was to have an injection to see how that worked, but so far it's not working very well. And then uh, – Kermit Davis reports that Deshaun Ruffin is ahead of schedule, is already on the court doing some non-contact drills. So, hey, coming back from an ACL pretty quickly, I hope he doesn't rush it too much. That's the but, thing you worry about, right? But, uh, hey, they're young. They heal up a lot quicker than we do, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need him in there for, for damn sure. You know? Yeah, no question. You got to have the point guard back. All good, right. good to see that definitively Ruffin and – Murrell are coming back thanks to uh, a nice NIL deal with the Grove Collective out of Jackson, and uh, I think that was very important for Kermit moving forward. And the recruiting still goes for the basketball team. I know we'll have that at the back end probably too in our recruiting segment where we'll talk about another uh, big guy that made it in over the weekend with Kermit and more, and we'll get to that as it goes along. All right, the game day outlook is coming up next. More baseball as we'll bring in Mike Clement into the program. We'll talk about his hitters with some pitching questions as well and getting ready for Southern Miss and LSU this week. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, three guys sitting in the studio talking about Ole Miss athletics on a Monday. It's called the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck. Gordon, and you, you can still send in at 662-426-1093, a text message or two if you want. But now we're going to the baseball world again where our uh, hitting coach and guy that's been on with us a few times on the program, Coach Mike Clements, back with us. Clem, how are you today? Doing good, guys. How are you all? Three wins make that work, right? <laughs> oh, man, you betcha. Yeah, that, that makes the food taste better, the drinks taste better, all of, all of the, the nights sleep a lot better for sure. I know one thing you're probably happy about, 35 hits over the weekend. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We uh, got back to a little bit of, of what we're used to. And, you know, the, the home, like we talked about before, the home run's kind of a fickle thing. We hit a lot of them, but it seems like in between those home runs, sometimes we had some lulls. And this weekend was, was pretty consistent offense, which is good. Coach, I've, I've said all along, and I asked Brad Henderson this earlier, that baseball's about timing timely hit, timely defensive play, the out pitch when you need it the most. And it seems like this team has not been very timely up until just recently. Is Do you concur with that assessment? Yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate deal. Uh, you know, we just the, – the hard part and I think the frustrating thing and the, the, the sleepless nights of it are that we've set up a bunch of innings from an offensive standpoint and just haven't knocked them down. It's kind of what you're saying and – and th- mm-hmm. same thing on the mound. I'm sure Mike or Carl would say the same thing as far as the pitching side of it goes. You know, we've we've pitched well at times and then had a chance to, man, we're one pitch away from, from shutting down an inning. And then, uh, you know, the other team gets the timely hit or we're one defensive play away from getting off the field and we don't make a play or whatever it is. And so up until this past weekend, we've competed really well the last month. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't get you much uh, as, as far as the wins and losses go, like you said baseball so much about timing and, and we haven't got that done up until this Missouri series 
With that, let me ask you this. You know, I know Kevin Graham had a day on Sunday. Is yeah. he getting back into the swing of it? Because it had to take him some time to yeah. come back from a wrist injury. And then how much does that help someone that is there now to protect a, a Tim Elko and yeah. a guy that's actually in that cleanup spot for you? Yeah, well, uh, I'm not trying not to be one to make excuses, and I don't want to do that. But Kevin Graham's a huge piece of our offense. And when you take a guy out of the lineup for about a month, and especially with a wrist injury to where it's a flat-out month off. He can't pick up a bat. He can't swing a bat and all of that because of the wrist injury. It hurts. And so it's not just the month that he's out, but it's been a couple weeks once he gets back into swinging a bat. and He's in the lineup, and you can tell his timing's off a little bit. But now all of a sudden you look, and he's hitting 315, and he's got eight home runs, and it's kind of the Kevin Graham we're used to. Uh, and I think it, it – it makes it makes it a little more scary, especially when when you got protection for Elko and Gonzo and those guys. It just lengthens out our lineup, and you know, hopefully, hopefully it's at the exact right time. And um, you know, we can we can rattle off, we can continue to rattle off some some SEC wins. Well, you know, Mike, uh, if I'm looking at these box scores correctly, he he was only eight for twelve over the weekend. <laughs> uh, you know, that's only batting six sixty. What's wrong with the kid? Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know what happened in those other four at bats. I'm really frustrated about that. So uh, well, I, I have to get after him tomorrow in practice. To your point on the numbers, I mean, he's 18 games shy of some, but yet he is now third on the team in home runs. He is third on the team in RBI. I think it just goes to show what it did mean to have him in that lineup and, and not have him in the lineup as well. Chuck, I'm, I interrupted Chuck. Coach, I'm sorry. Coach, here's something I want to ask you, and this I think this applies – to all athletics, when when you when you get a little down the, and the frustration level gets high, frustration for the coaches, frustration for the players, frustration for the fans. How do you get out of it? I mean, what's what's is there a magic wand? If you had that, if you had that formula, you'd probably be a multi-zillionaire. But <laughs> what do you, what do you what do you tell the kids to do? You're right. If if I had that magic dust, I would have sprinkled it on our team about a month ago. But um, I think I think the the only thing I know um, that you have to do is uh, take a little bit of the uh, hey stick together mentality um, and don't let things splinter because you know what what we've tried to preach to our to our guys is there are teams around the country who are in our exact same position and you look up and a month later they're still rolling and why can't we be one of those teams and I don't think we preach that to our team if we think hey, we're not good enough or we're not talented enough, but we know that we are, and so it's about playing well um, down the stretch. Now, because of our own creation, our path is pretty narrow, but there's still a path there, and our guys believe that. And so we've got a bunch of guys on our team that have never really lost a a lot, you know, have never really had a down season, have won a ton of games. Um, And so you've got to lean a little bit on that, that they know that they're good. Um, And the other thing I think, guys, that is huge is we've solidified our, our weekend rotation and those guys have pitched well, and they've turned the corner. So I think there's a lot to, to lean on a little bit from a momentum standpoint. Now we've, won a, we've swept the series, which we needed to do, and um, you, know, you hope you can build on that moving, moving these last couple weeks. Coach, you're going on a four-game road trip against good teams. Yeah. Give us your thoughts on that and what we, what we might say. Well, well, I think 
I think we've played pretty well on the road. Um, honestly, our, our downfall up until this past weekend has been, been home games. And, and for whatever reason, I don't, I don't have that reason. Um, but we've played well on the road. Our guys believe in that. Uh, and even, even our last road trip, man, we were, we were this close, which is, you know, you, you, <laughs> you can only say that so much. We were this close to, to sweeping a top five team on the road and lose two of three because, because of the timely hits or lack of. Um, but, but we feel good about it. And I think, the other thing is, I don't think we really have to worry about or scoreboard watch because of the teams we play, because we are going on the road. If we just go take care of business, I think everything kind of falls into place for us as far as having the ability to continue to play um, in, in the postseason. So uh, I think our guys have pretty good focus. We have some veteran leadership. And it's the hard part, guys, with, with being up and down all year is I, I love our team. I love our guys. I love our leadership. Um, and we got some really good kids who have won a ton of college baseball games. So um, hopefully that, that, that cream rises to the top. I think our guys earned that and, and deserve success. And, and we'll, see, we'll see what it looks like here starting, starting Wednesday in Hattiesburg, a, a place where they don't like us very much. You mentioned the starting pitching on the weekend. Uh, Mike, I'm going to expand on that a little bit. It seems to me like when you get that kind of quality – pitching it takes a little pressure off the offense it seemed to me like earlier there were times when our guys thought well gosh we got to score eight runs to win you sense some of that yeah i think i think you're exactly right i think you hit the nail on the head a little bit you know the thing that gets overlooked from from a year ago let's say is we only scored four runs in a game and but but we had Doug McKenzie on the mound and we won four to one and no one even thinks about it and so you know, earlier in the year specifically when we were scuffling a little bit on the mound, I think I think probably guys put too much pressure on themselves to win it offensively instead of just uh, relax and let the game come to them a little bit. But us turning the corner on the mound um, and solidifying Delucia, who saved this past weekend, has been great for us on, on Friday nights and has given us a chance to win each and every Friday night he's rolled out there. And then you got Hunter Elliott. If you just look at his numbers, man, uh, he's as good as any freshman or sophomore in the country. Um, as far as the numbers go, and he's only going to get better, and so, and then we're because those those two have been so good the last month, uh, it's allowed us to kind of piece together Sundays. Diamond has run out there and given us fifty or sixty pitches, and then we've been able to empty the pin on people and uh, keep people down, you know, and 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 have those guys have given us chances to win, and I think there's real roles on our pitching staff now, and those guys feel pretty good about it. Coach, who will be the starter against USM? Yeah, Drew McDaniel's going to start on Wednesday down in Hattiesburg. And, um, you know, I think we'll have almost everybody available out of the pen. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, and I don't want you, I'm not trying to be critical here, but who do you need to kind of pick it up as we go down through the stretch offensively? No, I think, I think that's a, that's a completely legitimate question. I think the, the, the bright spots, the guys who need to keep going like they are, Kemp Alderman and, uh, Kevin Graham, like we talked about, those guys have been huge um, here here the last month or so. And then the guys we need to pick it up, who I think we've seen some rays of light from, are Peyton Chatnier. And he has started to swing the bat better. He had a pretty good weekend this past weekend, hit a ball out of the yard and had much better at bats. His timing was way better. And then I think the other guy that I would say is T.J. McCants. Um, and so if we can get those two guys going, it really lengthens out our lineup along with Hayden Dunhurst and um, man, if we get we get those guys going down the stretch, you know, and I think at some point you look at your stat line and your numbers, and it's not very good. And I think you can kind of just throw it in the trash and be like, all right, it's not going to be very good, no matter how good I get. 
And so you stop playing for numbers and you just start saying, you know, screw it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go have a good at bat right now. And I think, I think Chatney for sure has gotten to that point and, uh, and it started to have better bats. So those are the guys that I would say need to, uh, be, be strong for us down the stretch. You know, what's odd is TJ, uh, has gotten so much better in center field, uh, tremendously better to me. He feels like he's a natural out there now yeah. and, and, and is kind of slacked off on, on the offense, uh, yeah. less yeah, his, than last year. His, his defense has been great. And I think that really has turned a lot around. We're able to put bench in at third base, which has really solidified things. And we've, we've actually turned ourselves in because of a couple changes uh, that you're talking about. We've turned ourselves into, a, I think, a pretty good defensive team uh, overall. But you're right. Like, TJ has uh, – he's done really good in center field and, you know, probably single-handedly won us a game on Friday going and making that, that play in the right center field gap up against the wall to preserve the lead and, and get that Friday night win. Um, but but just needs to just needs to get back to having quality at bats, and that and that and that's really it. What's your what's the importance of getting uh, Gaddis back and and Washburn back? Uh, we asked Brad Henderson about that, and he said, "Hey, you got to have guys out of the pen, and those two seem to be the most effective we have right now, besides Johnson." Yeah, there's no question. Um, those guys are huge. It's huge getting those guys back for depth purposes. Those guys are older guys, even though they haven't had a ton of experience with us. That old Miss, they've had a lot of college innings under their belt, and um, they've been through some. They've been through some battles, and uh, those guys are tough looks. Gaddis is a tough look for a couple innings out of the pen, and Washburn has the elite breaking ball and come in there and spin that breaking ball out of the pen, and uh, just just gives everybody a tough look. and And those guys are huge. Getting those guys back and um, just just lengthens out our our, our bullpen and doesn't put too much stress on on somebody who we're not comfortable putting in a in a role they're not supposed to be in coach uh, I'll, I'll ask you this one um i host a a show before kellum comes on on saturdays on sec weekends and one of the messages we got from fans was asking about guys like a ben van cleave hayden leatherwood calvin harris those who may be pinch hitting roles or splitting time out in the outfield we've talked about a lot of the other guys in the hitting lineup as a hitting coach can you discuss what those guys are going through and let's just say like vvc has been over these past few weeks coming in and he's really responded well as your right-handed pinch hitter can you talk about those guys for just a few before we let you go yeah yeah absolutely uh van cleave uh, we are not going to put in the outfield, by the way. Uh, and I know, I, I know that's not what you're saying, but I figured I'd crack a joke. Uh, he's been, he's been really good. And I, and I think sometimes our fans probably, uh, probably, uh, weren't in love when he was our DH. Um, and I think he caught some flack that way, but man, he has completely sold out to what his role is. And I think it's really that as much as anything, he's been a great teammate and I know he wants to play every single day. Um, but we sat down with him and talked to him about, hey, man, we want, we want you to take one at bat a game, and it's going to be against a left-hander, and it's going to be in an important spot, um, and we need you to give us one great at bat every single game. And that's kind of been his mindset. Man, and he, is, he has flourished in that role. You know, I think about the ninth inning down by four on that Sunday game against South Carolina, and he hits the ball in the gap. Um, it really gets that inning going where we end up losing an extra innings. But he's had a ton of really good at bats. That's a that's – that's been a key one. And then Harris and, and, and Leatherwood have kind of been a platoon in, in field. Um, even though they're both left-handed hitters, 
but but we're getting we're getting something out of that kind of three-headed monster as far as a platoon right field and a pinch hit because whichever one's not playing right field is kind of the left-handed bat off the bench in that game and those guys have been really effective in that role i think that's a really good observation by you and uh yeah we're, we're proud of where those guys are at they've all done really well in their in their unique roles What's been the difference in in Kemp from year one to year two, Mike? Besides yeah. fantastic coaching, <laughs> oh, Chuck, uh, I, if, if if it was that, everybody would be doing what he's doing. But what what he did, and I know we've discussed it before, either on the air or off the air. But he struck out sixty percent of his at bats his freshman fall uh, in our inner squad. Sixty percent he 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 struck out, and so I think what our fans are going to see from Kemp over the next year is a lot of a lot of balls being driven out of the park but what we had to do was uh shorten up a swing and make more contact so some of these 113 mile an hour exit velocity base hit through the middle of the field i think are going to turn into balls going over the wall here eventually but he has just completely transformed his approach um to be more contact oriented and i'm so proud of the kid he is uh as a lot of people know just a country kid <laughs> From uh, from Mississippi that loves to work and work really hard and man it's paying off for him and I'm and I'm incredibly proud of him. Well, basically he carried the team offensively Friday night. I mean he he willed us to a win with four hits and three RBIs and, and scoring a run. I mean that, he absolutely that's, did. That's, he that's, absolutely uh, did. I think we had eight or nine hits on the night and he had four of them. Uh, and yeah, he I, I thought I was hoping I told our our, our sports information director like. That got to be the SEC Player of the Week. He had a great weekend, as did Graham, and um, yeah, just just incredibly proud of of Kemp. Well, Coach, good luck this week. Thanks for joining us tonight. Absolutely, right. thank All you, right, guys. Fr- always enjoy being on. Thanks for having me. Thank you, my friend. Coach Mike Clement is on, and brought to you by Roberts Wilson PA with the Game Day Outlook. Roberts Wilson PA only represents people. Consultation is free. They go to work for you immediately. So if you want the free initial consultation concerning any injury, call them 662-533-9111. They have places Oxford, Holly Springs, Water Valley, Batesville, Bahia, Sardis, Pontotoc. They get justice. 533-9111. We'll be back to conclude the show right after this. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Well, the final few minutes of our discussion here tonight, we've got uh, several things to do. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, we've got the good, bad, and ugly, but I guess there's some basketball coaching news, Gordon, that you want to mention before we get into some of the others. Ole Miss basketball has added Louisiana's Brock Morris as an assistant head coach to Kermit Davis, announced on last Thursday. Uh, He's from uh, Louisiana Lafayette. He's been an assistant there uh, for a while. He's a man has a wealth of knowledge. I mean, he's been at several schools, been at South Alabama, a lot of other things. And, uh, you know, he was a very good recruiter. He's highly thought of. And uh, I think this is a good move for him. Here's the thing, right? I saw how he does have a lengthy coach. I was I was amazed when I saw the picture of him. Is this part of getting old where everybody looks like a baby? I right? know he looks like he about looks, 20 years he old. He looks so <laughs> he's also young. also head coach at Daytona right? State. He's, which, he yeah. looks so young, yet he's been around a decade or more in coaching or whatever. And, and a lot of stops along the way. Yep. I guess that's part of it. A lot of guys it. had that job done well. All right, Chuck, let's go with the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. It's presented by Go Orthodontics. 1976 for them is when they started. If you're in Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville, give them a look. Go Orthodontics. What do we got? Well, in basketball, uh, Hoops transfer Josh Mavala out of Texas Tech slash Buffalo visited this past weekend. Uh, 6'7", 220-pound forward, averaged 15.3 points, 10.8 rebounds two assists and one block shot a game for his career. Uh, we hear the visit went extremely well, and he's another player that was defensive player of the year in his conference. So All three uh, of their transfers have been that. Yeah. Uh, also, 2023 6'8 power forward Rashard Marshall took an official visit to Ole Miss. The Arkansas native has Ole Miss, Missouri, Kansas, and TCU the top of his list. In football recruiting, Central Florida portal transfer wide receiver Jalen Robinson visited Tennessee over the weekend. He's also visited TCU and Ole Miss. He's rated as the number two available receiver. 
Uh, and we hear it's down to Tennessee and Ole Miss, and goodness gracious, we need another wide receiver. But this might be the answer here. LSU transfer wide receiver Deion Smith takes his finals today and tomorrow down at LSU. And if he gets his grades, he's still in line to sign for Ole Miss. And, Good deal. And he would be big. 2023 top 150 prospect Tyler Williams out of Lakeland, Florida, sets up an official visit to Ole Miss on September 3rd. The 6'4", 185-pound receiver set up official visits to Clemson, Georgia, and Ole Miss. And the trend, guys, you look in the pros, wide receivers become extremely valuable in this wide open era of football, look at AJ Brown signing for a hundred million. Unbelievable. DK Metcalf is probably going to sign for that or more. Sure. Um, AJ Brown got the deal with the Eagles, right? Yeah. After the trade the with the, the Titans, Titans. Did, they, they didn't want Titans weren't going to pay him, and he went got his money with the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, but but across the board sure. in the NFL, wide receivers are making so much more than they used to, and running backs are making less. Well, and they're not running backs aren't drafted in the first round. That's anymore. right. That's right. Maybe the second. Yeah. You know, the Saquon Barkleys of the world got drafted in the first round. But 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 look at his career. That's right. In, that's the point. It very lasts three and uh, the the life expectancy. Of a running back in the Giants NFL, want to deal him three and a half years yeah, because yeah. of the injuries and the, and the physical the, the way the NFL yeah. is. Well, look at look at Ezekiel Elliott. How, how much he's gone downhill. He's not near the back he was his first three years. Not even close. It doesn't seem like only one running back I'm following. My man Snoop Connor. Yeah, <laughs> Snoop. Yeah, uh, you know, and I'm gonna tell you something. Snoop is gonna make it. Well, not only that. Thanks to the three-man rotation, which I didn't like, I wanted Snoop to get the ball. I got to admit that it it saves some wear and I tear think, on his body. He's yep. going into the NFL as a very very healthy young man, which is good. And if he'll do the working out, and if he'll do the practice, and if he'll do everything, he would. You're right. He's going to get his shot. Oh, he at is, Jackson, especially though, there. And they'll give him the. Football. I think he's a little bit better, Brandon Bolden, and Brandon's been up there what nine or ten years. He is. And that that will tell you, right? You're right. You know, Belichick found a dude, right, mm-hmm. that he could trust mm-hmm. and keep him on that roster. Special and went, teams, whatever and he needs. Right, but Brandon, though, he has some uh, baggage during the draft. So you know, but Snoop, man, you didn't hear anything bad about him. All right, good, bad, and ugly time presented by the Big Delta Power Sports friends out of Batesville, USA. What we got? And we're going to stick with good tonight, guys. All good? As much as it has pained me the last couple of months, I've been really down on the Ole Miss baseball team. I just didn't think <laughs> they were playing anywhere near their potential, and I just did not see anything timely in their game. The timely hit, the timely pitch, the timely defensive play. It's almost been a duty to be critical of what they've done. So as bad as some of the baseball weekends has been, we've got to congratulate the Rebs when one of them is good, and that was the case this past weekend when Ole Miss swept Missouri. Okay, so Missouri was near the bottom of the SEC too, and many will say, well, they were awful. But the truth is they defeated South Carolina two out of three, Kentucky two out of three, and Mississippi State two out of three. And when they rolled into Oxford, they were feeling pretty good about themselves having just beaten the Bulldogs the weekend before. It's not like the Tigers were totally inept. The Rebels played three games a lot like 
what we all anticipated for the whole year. Overall, we pitched well, we hit well, and we fielded pretty darn good. Sure, Missouri helped us out some with some errors in the opening game, but after that, it was all Ole Miss. LSU at LSU is next. That's a tall task, but this Rebel team that beat Missouri, if it shows up in red stick, will be okay. They play Wednesday at Pete Taylor Park, sold out in Hattiesburg, 6 o'clock, and then to Baton Rouge. No show next week. I'll remind you of that, guys. We'll be back in two weeks. So long.